Hello and welcome to the Third Power Life Podcast. This is our very first episode and as it should be, we're going to start with my origin story. Now this is came from an exercise that I was doing for a marketing challenge. So listen up, listen in, a little slow at the beginning, but listen to this origin story. It's awesome. So the big question is this. How are successful professionals like us going to keep increasing our business success and yet still have a full, balanced, and vibrant life that we absolutely love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Dan Gentry, and welcome to Third Power Life Podcast. I have been um, kind of tasked with talking about my origin story. I'm, I'm doing a bit of a, not a competition, but a 30-day challenge. And one of the, the first things that we really need to do is talk about our origin story for our business. And, you know, for my speaking business and coaching business, it's really about life balance. So I, I do what I do. So, um, really, you know, who am I and, and where did I come from and how did I get on this path? And, you know, essentially, you know, I'm a farm boy from Dunellen, Florida. I and mean, I was born in Ocala, Florida and raised on a farm, 250 acre farm. You know, we had cows and chickens and, and, the, and the whole bit. Um, I used to help my grandmother garden. It was fantastic. And, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, growing up here, you want to escape and get out. So I um, wanted to, you know, get out and see the world. So I decided to join the Air Force. It's a great way to do it, right? And um, so I joined the Air Force and they sent me to Omaha, Nebraska. And that was it. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere else. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I found that you can kind of be miserable or happy just about anywhere. But uh, I can tell you that that first winter was eye-opening, <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know, my winter wardrobe from Florida, consisting of a singular windbreaker, didn't didn't cut it. I, I remember there was one day where the wind chill was minus 87 that first winter I was there. And... Um, I'm just like, why do people live here? This is crazy. Um, needless to say, I upgraded my wardrobe. But um, you know, after I left the, the service, uh, I you know did a couple of things and then went into the corporate world, sort of climbing the corporate ladder, right? And um, yeah, I was doing pretty well for myself. I was you know the director of internet technologies for a billion dollar company. Um, I was successful. I was popular. People who knew who I was. You know, it was just a really great place to be. Problem was, is I was working a lot of hours. And, you know, my focus was really on moving my career forward and making more money. And, you know, it was really, it was focused on me, <laughs> you know. Um, the problem was, is that I was spending so many hours working that I really didn't have time for other things, you know, family, friends, myself, um, you know, I was working sometimes 14, 16 hour days. You know, you, you know, when you have a sleeping bag 
under your desk just in case you may have a problem. Um, but I remember vividly when I realized how truly out of balance my life was. And I um, was out in Denver, Colorado, and I wasn't out there enough to have my own office. So they put me up in another office, you know, a little desk against the windows. And um, so I went to work answering emails. Now, this was about the time when the BlackBerry was brand new, right? And so, you know, I had helped to bring those into the company. And <laughs> so essentially, the, the downside of that was that I was now on call 24-7 right? My boss would send me an email at three or four in the morning and, you know, he'd get an answer right away. Um, but you know, so I was out in Denver and, you know, I was checking my emails, the, you know, the three or 400 emails that would come in that weren't worth waking up at four in the morning for. And, um, I'm, I'm working away, you know, in front of the windows on, uh, it was the 11th floor, I think in, in downtown Denver. And I thought, you know, I need a cup of coffee. So I, I went and got a cup of coffee. And I walked back in the room and I just, I just stopped. And I'm just, my, my breath was taken away. Because there in front of me, wall-to-wall -wall windows, was a crystal clear blue sky, snow-capped Rocky Mountains, right? Just an absolutely gorgeous view, right? And I hadn't seen it. I had been sitting in that office for probably half an hour, maybe an hour, and literally right in front of me was this gorgeous view of the Rocky Mountains. Uh, you know, I still haven't found a postcard yet that was as nice as that picture was, right? And I hadn't seen it. I had been sitting there worried about emails rather than seeing this, this beauty of God's creation right there in front of me. And it really hit me that, oh, good morning, oh shit, something's wrong here, right? That I was so focused on making money that I wasn't paying attention to the important things of life. Because I, I closed my computer and I sat back and drank that cup of coffee and really kind of evaluated where, where my life was, right? You know, I was making really good money, but my health was falling apart. I mean, I, mean, I used to have hair, okay? <laughs> um, my marriage was falling apart. You know, I would leave before my daughter woke up in the morning and I would get home maybe in time to, to put her to bed, right? And, you know, I was so tired from working that I didn't have energy to, to put into my marriage, to talk, to, you know, all the feedback that's required for a relationship. It takes energy, it takes effort, it takes time. And I'm just like, you know, I'm tired, just stop, you know? So my marriage was going to heck. I wasn't seeing my children. I, you know, physically was killing, the stress was killing me. My spiritual life was non-existent. So all of the important things in life were missing. But I was making good money. Hey. Yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't worth it. So I, I realized at that point that I needed to make a change. 
that I had to do something to fix my life. So I kind of embarked on this journey to find a way to have life balance. I mean, I'm a software developer and, you know, I take complex business problems and turn it into patterns. Why can't I do that with people? Right? Sure. Sounds like a good idea. And so I went and started trying to find ways to balance life and reading articles and books and audio programs and all of that. And just, I didn't, wasn't finding it. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't find it in time because not long after that, um, my life did fall apart. Um, my marriage did finally give way and, you know, the beginning of a, a long, ugly divorce. Um, that was you know, November, 2001. Um, and then a little over a month later, I get laid off. Right. And so now I'm going through this horrible divorce and I don't have a job and don't have income. You know, now curious thing, uh, your income stops, your bills don't, they keep coming. Um, kind of a scary thought, but, um, anyway, you know, if you, if you ever feel lonely, just try missing a few payments. People will call you. They want to talk. It's nice. Um, well, a month later, February, 2002, my father passes. And so, you know, like thing after thing, after thing, after thing is just, it's like hitting me. And I'm like, <laughs> but you know, my, my whole life kind of fell apart. And the, the thing that really hit me in, in thinking back on it is that I probably could have either mitigated or reduced the, 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 the damage if I had been living my life more fully and more balanced. And, you know, so, uh, you know, in rebuilding my life, which is what I had to do, I really looked for how do I rebuild it properly? So one, I don't have to go through this again. Right. And two, that nobody else has to either. And that was the big thing for me is, you know, through that journey of rebuilding my life and figuring out how things worked, I have figured out, you know, my system for life balance and how to, to really have, you know, your legacy, your purpose and live your life towards that and really generate the life that you want. Right. And I, I found that through my, my trials and tribulations. But for me, more important is the fact that I figured out how to help others achieve that too. So they don't have to go through the pain. You don't have to go through what I went through, right? That's, that's what my mission is now. Um, I, I want to make sure that the world, that people don't have to go through what I went through just to find how to have success and a life. You know, my, I always say my personal mission is to make sure the song Cats in the Cradle is never a story about anybody. And if you're not familiar with that song, look it up. It's, it's worth it. You know, it's about a man who has a child, but he's so busy working that he doesn't spend time with him until he retires. And now his son, he wants his son to spend time with him, and, but his son has become just like him and doesn't have time for him. Powerful story. So I, that's, I would strongly suggest you take a look at that.
and, and look at that story. But anyway, that's how I got started with where I am is through all of these things and, the, and this journey that I've been on. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy and excited about where I am now and the point that I'm at where I can start to help people and really make a difference in people's lives. Like, you know, my life has been impacted. So that's my hope for you that you take from this is that, you know, find your balance, find your way to live your legacy and to create, really create a life that you love. I mean, cause that's what it's really about is coming up with being able to say honestly that I love my life. Cause I do, I love my life. I have a, a beautiful life and I want that for you. So thank you for watching. I will talk to you again soon. For now, live your life to the third power. Until next time.